You're listening to episode 86 of Power Pearls Podcast, intuitive, purpose-driven yarn crafting to empower your knits and pearls. Hey there, fiber-loving biz makers. If you're ready to create a holistically balanced life and business that converges creativity with mindful living and you are not afraid of making money, working hard, and you have the drive to succeed, then I invite you to sign up for my free 15-minute business coaching discovery session to see if working together is a good fit. So if you want to learn more, visit karagotwarner.com forward slash work with Kara to learn about my coaching programs and to sign up for your free discovery session today. Hey, Tabitha, how are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm so excited that you're here today. And, you know, I just wanted to say, and I, I, I actually sent you this uh, in Messenger, but before we were getting ready to record today, I was thinking, I am so lucky. I am so happy. Tabitha is so wonderful. She's such a good friend and we have great conversations and you make me love podcasting. Aw, I'm the lucky one. <laughs> you make me love it. Well, seriously, because I, you know, that was what I, I kind of came to this conclusion before we just decided to do this again together. Cause you know, I took that break. I took the podcasting hiatus. Um, and you know, in order to, you know, just take a few, I had to take a few steps back to go forward and really reassess like, why am I doing this? And, you know, getting back to my, the, the early days, you know, when I started podcasting, because yeah. I loved, you know, being more spontaneous, but talking about like really like uh, subjects that really have essence as far as I'm concerned, things that are really important and meaningful. And, and that's what I want to talk about. And I know you do too. And we, we really have that, um, you know, that connection together. And also I feel like, you know, I want to talk to people. I want to talk to friends. I want to talk to people that I feel comfortable with. And that's not to say that I wasn't experiencing that before. But yeah. instead of being the interviewer, I wanted to have like a conversation, right. uh, a chit chat, um, real life kind of, let's just kind of get in there and have some fun. Uh, yeah. instead of well, worrying, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you get it's it. like what we talked about in a previous episode, our whys, our why we do something changes and that's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is okay. It is yeah. okay. We all have to stop beating ourselves up. Yep. So what, what we're going to talk about today are six ways. We're going to kind of be very like practical today, but six ways to know if your idea is viable. Yes. Um, because, you know, I get this question a lot from my coaching clients and here's the question and they say, I want to start a creative business, but I don't know if anyone will want my stuff. Yeah. How can I know for sure if what I want to sell is actually wanted in the marketplace? I get very similar questions from designers. I have ideas for shawls and hats and sweaters and, and I don't know which one to start with. Which one, which one will, which one should I do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I get that question all the time too. Yeah. So it's the first, so I'm going to kind of go through these six and the first one, it's just like, it's, it's not harsh, but it's sort of like, you know, it, it's really like to put a little fire under your butt to just start because that's the truth, the truth bomb really baby. just start it, it's the truth you know you don't because you don't always know if something is actually going to work until you actually try because let's face it create we're as creatives as people that are trying we're trying to make our mark we're trying to you know uh send our you know unique our, our unique talents our uniqueness out into the world right and uh and so yeah it is like it is taking a little bit of a risk it is going on a limb in some ways you know and i don't mean financial risk i mean like 
you know, you're opening up a vein or you're, you're just trying to see, cause like, that's the bottom line. Like if you're trying to, you know, put out some new ideas and new patterns mm-hmm. and you still got the day job, there's really no big risk. Because, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, that's how we, we should be looking at this whole thing, right? Starting there. Um, and so, you know, if the, if it's low risk to test the waters, then go for it. Yeah. Because if it doesn't work, then all you've invested is time and you know what you're going to learn amazing things right you're going to get like all this really juicy information you're going to figure out all the quirks and kinks and tweaks and edits that you need to make and honestly there's no there's no magical algorithm exactly nobody knows what's going to work or what's not i have seen really really big names release a pattern and the pattern bomb i've seen really really small people release a pattern and the pattern go viral and suddenly they're a big name you just you never know the only way you're going to know for sure is to just do it and you know that brings up a really good point because i think when we're afraid and we're wondering if it's going to be viable and is this worth my time can set ourselves up for failure because yeah. we're so worried about the bottom line that we're not being uninhibited and kind of like dancing with our idea and just letting it fly around. Yep. Um, because, you know, you can see this uh, with people out there. Um, I'll just use Stephen West. He's a perfect example. Let's just go for it. But he was on the show. He was on the podcast uh, before in the past. Um, and when I asked him, how did he start his business and what was his idea and blah, 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 you know, all this. And he was like, I just didn't really know I had a business. I just, um, I just love knitting all the time. And I just did it. I just did it. So this is number one, guys, right here. It's just to start. Just and do it. He's And you guys, if you know Stephen, he's the epitome of uninhibited, like, let's just go for it and not worry about anything. <laughs> That's right. Elizabeth Gilbert in Big Magic says the same thing. Your job as a maker is to make. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just make, don't, your job is not to be your own judge, mm-hmm. your own lawyer, your own defender, uh, you know, your job is yeah. to make. So make it and then make the next one and then make the next one. Yes. And, and then also Seth Godin, who's a, he's a, he's written many books, um, entrepreneur and author. He always says in a, it, like, it, you know, in the beginning of teaching or uh, several of his books, he reminds you. That this, like if you're an entrepreneur, he'll say, "This could fail." Mm-hmm. To let yourself just keep that in the back of your mind, just because it's like it could, right? It could fail. So it's like if you're going to go into something in advance, just make sure that you're okay with the fact that you're gonna you're gonna have a bumps in the road, and yep. and and your endeavor it just may not turn out the way that you were hoping. So you just have to be sure that you're going into something that you really really. Um, feel connected to you, you feel really good about, and also during those dark moments, um, you know, that you'll stay the course. So we're just talking about testing an idea. So we're not going to get that, you know, deep and dark as far as, you know, stay the course. (laughs) That's why you just give it a try. You apply the energy, a little bit of effort, no big deal. Just give it a try. So that's number one. So number two, um, anyway, I'll let you, you want to jump in with this? Yeah, number two. Look for clues in the world around you and the world inside of you. What are people always asking you for? What do people email about? What are you seeing on Facebook as a common theme or question or problem that people have? But also internally, what do you connect with, you know, out there? So, does is your idea like some 
off. I mean, because I have lots of ideas on how to fix the world and solve engineering problems, but am I going to start a business or make something? No, because I don't really connect with it. It doesn't matter whether or not my idea will fix all the washing machines in the entire world. I'm not going to start that business because I don't connect to it. So look for those clues and find where you connect. Great. And then um, the the next thing. So number three is starting conversations, right? Yeah. So you have, you've gotten in there, you know, you, you're saying, I'm just going to go forward. I'm going to test the waters. I'm going to, maybe I'm going to, you know, hit a few bumps. And while you're, you know, figuring it out, you're kind of doing your little beta tests, right? You just start having conversations on Ravelry in Facebook groups, uh, you know, see where you can help people. If you like pinpoint, a question that you know let's say someone has a question and you can answer it you can do that and then you can also begin to start asking questions because people will see you they'll know that you're you know that you're like a, a person of um, that's offering value to the group yeah so, you know that's something that's important to do even though you know again that might be something that we hear a lot others mention but it is it's really a good thing because it is it has it connects to all of these things that you know we just said number two is looking for clues that's your best spot for looking for clues but also starting those conversations uh broadens your audience and mm -hmm. increases your visibility and which will help your marketing later on. So just like becoming a presence, a person involved in whatever communities or conversations has very wide reaching implications. Absolutely. So that was, so starting conversation. So A was like, you know, Facebook group Ravelry mm -hmm. and other places that you resonate with. And then B uh, is uh, check out the people who are doing what you do, right? Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. Um, see what mo people are doing and how your uniqueness, how you can spin it, um, you know, get their newsletter, listen to their podcast, and, you know, just really start to consume their stuff and become a customer yourself to see what, what they're up to. And then point C is do surveys. So if you have a newsletter oh, yeah. list, and even if it's a small newsletter list, which is even better, actually, just run a survey. You can open a, um, a SurveyMonkey account for free or something I'd like to use even better. I just thought about it now because I forgot about it. Google Forms. Oh, yeah. Because they're free. You can do Obviously, you can do everything on Google now. So yeah. go Google Forms and uh, run a survey and ask questions. Believe me, this stuff is, is like so valuable. It's yeah. gold for your, for your endeavor. Um, so that was number three and number four, Tabitha, you want to take it away? Willingness to experiment and be okay if it fails. We, you touched on that earlier with mm. Seth Godin, but, yeah. uh, but that experimenting, you know, there's the whole concept of prototypes, you know, people have developed multiple prototypes as they experiment and fine tune their, their idea as it comes and goes. And then again, it still connects with your conversations and you're looking for clues and connections. So that experimentation and being okay if it doesn't work out and going back to the drawing board is okay mm. and yeah. totally acceptable. Yeah, and um, you know, a great example of this is, and I think I I add this in our notes, um, is to to think like let's use the the metaphor of a swatch of a gauge swatch. Yeah. Um, I love to use that because I 
you know, I love to sit and just like, you know, really relish in the time that, you know, I take swatching. I know a lot of you guys are like, I don't want to swatch, whatever. <laughs> okay, fine. But you know what? There's such a magical world to be discovered in swatching because, you know, it's those magical mistakes that I always like to talk about that just kind of appear when you're willing to pick up your needles and start working with yarn, you know, getting your gauge beyond getting your gauge. Like, what happens while you're knitting? There are things that are going to come to mind or things that you're going to like about that yarn that you couldn't see by looking at the ball. Like, it's just like, you know, anything like taking medicine. If you're sitting, there's the container over there. If you don't take it, it's not going to help, whatever. But I mean, you get the point. It's, um, but I think that uh, it's the same thing. Like if we look at our gauge, that's a very similar, um, it's a great, analogy I think oh yeah and especially as a designer you know I can have a design and a great project I want to make and I swatch with a yarn and guess what the yarn doesn't work do I just scrap the whole idea no I'm just going to get a different yarn and I'm going to experiment and I'm going to see if I can figure out a way to solve the problem yeah. So at number five, wasn't that yours? Because you added this. This was this was one that Did was I? really. I thought. I thought maybe. Oh, I, who knows? Well, well, I changed the title here, um, so you guys, just so you know, we we were kind of working with a Google a Google Doc. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Um, That's right. So we kind of formulated all of these points together back and forth, but I just changed the title. Avoid the perfectionism trap. That's but I right. I think that you did. I think that you kind of brought this up as, as something that's important, but maybe uh, because <laughs> perfectionism is um, she and I have a fickle relationship uh, and it's their favorite trick. Is this good enough? That's perfectionism's way of protecting herself. That's all it is. So you're going to, all those doubts and stuff you feel, oh, because, you know, the first idea or the first chance you get, you fall in love with it. You're so excited. And then the doubts come in. Is this good enough? Will people really like this? I don't know what I'm doing. Um, you know, whatever yeah, it is. This should have been maybe like number two or something. <laughs> or <laughs> number one. Is, uh, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I've said this in a, a past episode too, that, perfect because we've I think we've touched on this because it is kind of and this this is the way that helps me to not be like oh perfectionist is not a badge of honor it's another way of saying that you lack confidence in your yeah, idea it does and I I fully admit I struggle with that constantly but it is a ploy to reduce life's problems and keep things simple. So you, mm. you good luck brain, with that. Sometimes your brain's a little lazy. It wants to get rid mm. of all the problems and everything. And so you've got these backup plans like perfectionism or stuff or or um I, just whatever else is going on that come into play to try to pull you back to keep you from doing the hard hard work. Got yeah. it. And you know what it's we're human. So we're going to we're going to fall into these traps or these places but these are just like kind of like things to be um you know kind of mindful diligent of while you're thinking about going into a new you know starting a new idea you know since we're talking about these as you know ways to know if you know something is viable and then also these are like you know just arming yourself with okay i should really be aware that this is going to happen because yeah we're human beings we're human yeah. beings so we're going to be thinking um you know we're going to be trying to like meet you know put everything into neat little boxes so that's that's totally human so i just want to kind of you know like be a little gentle here and say it is okay it is yeah. so i'm not trying to be like a big meanie here <laughs> 
you know, um, I'll be the meanie. Yeah. Get yeah. to work. <laughs> exactly. No, it's true. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you just have to have a little courage there and just dive in. You have to um, tell a perfectionist side to just shut it mm-hmm. and get out of it because you have work to do. Yeah, like you said in the, in our notes, tell her to shut up. Yep. <laughs> tell her to shut it, as you wrote. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Shut and, it and suck it. Yep. That's right. Um, okay. And then number six is you are your best advisor. Okay. At the end of the day, feedback from others is good. Of course, it's great. But that can make us confused sometimes. So um, you trust your own wisdom. You know, don't let don't let the advice of others to completely cloud your own judgment, especially if your gut is saying something else. Yeah. So if that's screaming loud and clear, guess what? That's your true that's measure. That's your compass. So go by the beat of your own drum. And that was it. So I'm going to review the six again, just really quick. So number one was just start. Okay. So the real truth is you don't know until you try. You just have to get in there, guys. Number two is to look for clues. What are other, what are people asking for? What's right underneath your nose, right? Um, start conversations, get in the groups, get on Ravelry, um, check out what others are doing, subscribe to newsletters, buy their stuff, consume their stuff, surveys, use Google Forms, use SurveyMonkey, and use that like gold, because gold, because you're like mining for information. Number four is the willingness to experiment. We've kind of said that already, but in a way it's a little bit different because it's like being okay with the failure. If, you know, you do, you do get in there and just start, but that failure could come, but you know, if the risk is low, then it's all right. You're going to have some great information to leave to, to go forward with. And um, number five is to avoid the perfectionism trap. Tell her to shut it. And then number six is you at the end of the day are your own best advisor. Go by the beat of your own drum and let that be your compass. Trust your, your gut. gut. Your gut be your compass. Yes. Trust your That's gut. Right. And um, and with that, we're done. Anything else to add there, Tabitha? I think we wrap this one up. Another one in the bag. What do you say? Nailed it. Nailed it. Awesome. Nailed it. Okay. Well, you guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Power Pearls Podcast. And Tabitha, I will see you next time. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Bye.